Podcast that is right, the one podcast you get all your gaming news at that's not legitimate but trustworthy. Uh, Jordan, your host today is me, Jordan, and join us today. We have Joseph and we got Charles and the guy who's back, James. Oh my god, look at you, James. Man, it that, is that was about time, and it's good to see you. Oh, uh, okay, you know, James, James, a little shy, but he's he's back, guys. Uh, it's so great to have have you back, James. Uh, but you know, he he's dealing with his uh microphone or whatever. So, how are you guys doing? How, how is my boys doing? Not bad. Took the week off just to, you know, recharge the batteries, uh, think about what I want to do. And because uh, those of you who listened to last week's episode know that I'm not with my company any longer. So uh, it's been a week and yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I spent a good chunk of today just writing out an application for like the place that I want to apply to. Okay. While also setting up, okay, what's plan B? What's plan C? What's plan D? What's plan yep. E? And that's it. Okay. But I get the plan E and none of them work. And <laughs> I'm just going to. You don't need that many letters in the alphabet. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. But things should be sorted out by E. Otherwise, I don't know. I think I'd go. You'd have to plan all the way up to Z like Plankton and SpongeBob. Hey, you know what? At least that man was prepared for failure. Unfortunately, he never got his success. But Plankton. He was a he was a guy though he was a guy but no that's that's definitely cool um and like like it was stated last episode there's no there's no bad blood or anything uh with all that it's just he Joseph wanted to do something new and he the boy's on a journey he's on a journey and mm-hmm. now he has a TikTok so who knows might be seeing yeah some you stuff know there. I was uh, <laughs> I, I I thank you for you know uh, part- participating in it and everything because like I, I checked my notifications like oh, oh that's oh, Jordan he's he says yeah. things. <laughs> and, uh, some he's, of, some of his proofread, some of it not so much. But you know, I appreciate them. <laughs> I, I really do. And um, so Jen and I, real quick about the TikTok. So Jen and I, we we were downtown. It's the year of the tiger. She wanted to find some decorations, just you know, whatever downtown happened to be doing. And I noticed that there was this. It was like a line presentation or a parade, and it's coming down the road. And I'm like, okay, I don't have much time, but I can do this. So I, I quickly active, you know, turned on uh, my, uh, my my camera and rec- tried to do a bit where I'm like, oh, I'm missing something in the background. Like, oh, I can't find a Tim Hortons. Where is it? And while I'm just like dumbfounded trying to find a Tim Hortons, this once in a year, actually once in 12 years, frankly, because Chinese Zodiac co- go- goes parading behind me. So that was fun. Uh, the, the fun thing about doing TikTok videos is like, seizing an opportunity in that exact moment because i I had like Mm -hmm. 10 seconds to figure out what the hell i was gonna do and i actually appreciate that spontaneity dude that was that was amazing i watched it about three times because i was like wait is this at first i watched it and went i know that guy i know that guy and then i watched it again and i was like is this scripted (laughs) i watched it again i was like this was perfect it was a perfect like 10 seconds of just like you know Oh, where is this place? And a parade's happening behind you, and it's like you have no idea what's going on. It's great. Uh, uh, his TikTok link will be in the description if anyone wants to go check it out. It might just pop up on your for you page. Uh, but I hope that, so. I, I, I hope so too. I randomly popped up on my YouTube feed earlier, faking that giant anime thing that Joseph used to be part of. They uploaded a video though where Joseph was like playing a game or something. No, no, no. I that was me. I, no. Giant enemy company is him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, I'm still the one uploading the videos. Yeah, it's. Uh, I used to upload it. I still do, but I used to too. 
Yeah, okay. So, yes, Giant Enemy Company is him. It's well, yeah, the yeah. e-commerce so company is the big podcast is uh, the company he worked for. Is, is the thing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that we don't need to mention the name anymore. Not because we have bad blood. We ain't stirring up drama, but if we want to stir up some drama, we got drama to talk about. Let me tell you. Let me talk. TikTok is not the only thing we're going to be discussing today. Um, but I want to hear from Charles first. Uh, how how's your week been? How's your week been, you little little halo lover? You, how's your weekend been? It's been alright, and I'm just been doing my thing with YouTube and everything. And I watched the NASCAR race the other day that I did a live stream reaction to. I was reacting live to it. Nice. it wasn't really much that race, even though it was the first one of the newly built track they built in LA, which actually sucked because I was expecting since it's such a small track. I expected a lot more reaction. What and I freaking hate the douchebag that freaking won, but you know. And um, I got my girlfriend a Valentine's Day present that she really likes, and she's been playing it for a couple days now. <laughs> I got a Pokemon sword. Get your freaking mind out of the gutter. <laughs> oh, man, James, how do you feel about this? That's exactly what I thought. Oh, my God. Like, I... I don't, man, it's a happy Valentine's Day. When this comes out, uh, it's Valentine's Day, even though we'll do a whole entire podcast, you know, about Valentine's or whatever. But um, on my mind, immediately thought to something, though, she's been playing with it and she really loves it. Um, so my mind just went down in the holes for sure. Um, uh, but yeah, my week was good. My week was so much better when I was browsing through TikTok, minding my own business. And I see someone make a comment saying, GTA 6 has been leaked. I said, what? GTA 6? It's a lie. We've been hearing this all the time. There's Easter eggs in the sand of Los Santos. Like, I, I, we see it all the time. We keep getting little glimpses and all this stuff. It's actually true. Rockstar has officially leaked out that GTA 6 is coming in the years of 2024 and 2025. So GTA 5 was made in 2013, and we are finally 100%. Rockstar has announced they will be making GTA 6 finally. Now, will this be in the next year? Will it be this year? Or will it actually end up being 2025? How I got those numbers is IGN and uh, Comic Book has both announced that more than likely. That's when we're going to see it. Because GTA releases a date, or they have their release date, that they don't tell anyone until it's like right in the middle of it. And then they're like, hey, so we're going to release it then. But they uh, when they announce stuff, it's always like a year or two beforehand, before we actually see results. So kind of like Halo Infinite, um, or Cyberpunk, for a cool example of that. Um, let's hope it's not the same... Uh, outcomes as it but gta 6 has finally been announced guys what are your uh, opinions on gta 6 finally will be coming to a console near you it's about fucking time and hope it doesn't fucking suck <laughs> okay have you played gta 5 though nope. <laughs> <laughs> well well said james exactly joseph how do you feel you know, when we were covering topics, the thing that really surprised me is just how long it's been since GTA 5 came out. We saw, what, a, tw a, t a 2013 release? Mm-hmm. We're, yeah, we're coming, up, we're coming up on 10 years, and yet GTA 5 still feels relevant. Yep. To me, that game still seems like it, it's 
it's it's going to be popular on streaming. It's still see YouTube videos for it. It still pops up on TikTok. Um, my girlfriend just played through it recently. Nice. And and it, and it, and, it, and the design of it has held up after all these years. So uh, I'm I'm happy to see that it's coming back because I do have a lot of respect for the series, even if it's not been on like my my main like to do list Probably in terms of what to why play. People still freaking play GTA Five is because other freaking YouTubers who play it and you know streaming it to this day. But that also shows it's a good it's a good game though because it has the streamers constantly playing it, um, and now they're doing um role playing on it so they made these custom servers that can fit like a hundred people on there and now you can actually role play as like a police officer as just a normal guy as just uh you know pedestrian or a fire department like you can now role play as this and now they did this now rockstar's like let's finally give it to them let's they made our game even better let's now give them something else so no more red dead now we're getting an actual GTA 6. So, so you're saying that in this role playing server, I can pretend to be one of those NPCs that just walks down the the sidewalk. Hey, I'm Jordan, probably about his fantasy of being Magic Mike. Hey, you know what, bro? I'll get on that poll. I'll get on that poll. But yeah, uh, 100% though. <laughs> I think, you yeah, can. I don't, I don't think any guy would like, mind being Magic Mike. No, that guy make it bang, dude. I, yeah, I'll moon be Magic. Lighting? I'll take my shirt off right now. Who who got 20 bucks? Like, I'll I'll do it. I'll do it. I don't care. Um, but yeah, you are 100% right. People will get to get in a server and literally could be an NPC to get ran over. And then one of the ones I saw that was uh, from a Twitch streamer, um, they were role playing. And once he dies, you literally can't play for like 24 hours or something. Like when, when you die, you can't respond back in for a while. So I thought that was interesting. Now, I bet there's other ones that are different or maybe they have different roles and stuff like that. But I mean, it still is one of the top five Twitch games that people stream. So the fact that GTA, or not GTA, but Rockstar is finally announcing that we're getting a GTA 6. I'm just, I'm kind of curious if those Easter eggs that were like on a beach towel and stuff like that, if any of those are actually going to come true. So I want to know, where do we think the new GTA 6 will be taking place at? Oh, oh, huh. Well, there's nothing stopping them from using one of the previous locations that they wanted to. Nope. They obviously, they love they love doing um, uh, Liberty City, mm -hmm. which is New York. Um, what else did they do? They did San Andreas, uh, which I think was not only in GTA San Andreas, but this is where my knowledge drops off. But like, wasn't San Andreas also a part of GTA Five? Um, every location that was in pre previous GTA games is in five, including Los Santos. Okay, so again, they're both like uh, California. So, and then yeah. there's Vice City, well, which is I guess my yeah Miami, Florida. So you have to think like, what's a big enough city center? Well, then again, they don't need to necessarily just make a city anymore. Now they have more open areas too. So you might think like, what state would be a good one? So I'm gonna. I'm going to go a little niche with my guess and say New Orleans. Ooh. Like a more of a Cajun vibe to it. Uh, the Bayou, Swamp. So here they do more like boating stuff. Oh, by fucking yeah. gators. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so that'll be my guess. I'm going to go New Orleans. Charles, what about you? Where do you think the next GTA 5 or GTA 6 location will be? Canada. 
<laughs> I love that. Every, uh, you put some thought into this, Joseph, and Charles will come out Canada. <laughs> Be on a bunch of snow plows the whole entire time. Um, I, honestly, I would like to see like freaking in like New York or some shit. Honest, and I hate to say this. I hate to say it like this. I have a feeling they're going to do this purposely to irritate everyone. I have a feeling it's going to be in California. I just... Sure it's not going to be in, like, freaking Britain or something? On, I was going to think, like, maybe another country, but I'm like, what would they do that would totally not make anyone think about it? They wouldn't... They might leave the country to do Britain. That could make sense, because they do a lot of crossovers and stuff. But now it's like, but <laughs> what would be the... One thing that Rockstar could do that would blow everyone's minds away. Make a bigger California map. That would just blow everyone's mind. Like, actually make a bigger map for it. Instead of having it surrounded by the ocean. Make a bigger map and then actually be able to extend on states. And stuff like that. Or maybe add back in uh, San Andreas. And give you travel locations to go to. Like, maybe you can... Uh, go in a fast travel and then go to Florida and then New York and then they can add on other states where they don't have to change their game ever again, but they have a massive spot to begin. So they can literally say, hey guys, California, but you can also now travel back without breaking the game to Florida and you get to go to New York and then they can add on this stuff and they were doing a lot of testing with um with that kind of feature with the newest update that happened where dr dre got involved um and was helping them do stuff you fly to an island in hawaii and you start they doing stuff over beats. there what's that they advertise those freaking beats headphones to use this stuff yeah I, i'm pretty sure they kind of did uh with it but the the reason i think they're just going to stay in california and like kind of expand from that it's just because, once again, it took almost 10 years for us to finally get an official announcement from Rockstar stating, this is coming. So that's... And they probably still have the copyright freaking claim to freaking Tupac, California Love, whatever that song was. Let's be honest, they probably paid for that. They probably paid for a license for it and then just kind of let that drama sit there, make people Yeah, wonder. and I also think, too, that they have a more specific arrangement because they have to get a lot of music oh, for yeah. the radio. And it's and it's all commercial radio. So whatever it is they're doing, they're, there's a small, there's a smart bulk package that they must be signing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like it's a, a midnight club. Sorry. Oh, no, you're good. But... Sorry. No, you're good. Go ahead. Oh, Go no, ahead. you're good. I was just saying that freaking I was watching a dude play a GTA 3 a couple days ago and freaking he was listening to Fred Durst keep rolling freaking and I'm surprised that freaking mm -hmm. he didn't get a cop I'd be amazed if he didn't get a copyright claim on that. Unfortunately that like that stuff does happen. Um there was games for a while you couldn't stream and even right now because of Twitch's uh, new DMCA rules, you still can't stream some games is because some of them have a licensed music in that the bots that run twitch will catch and then you have to argue with it and then if that might not even go through because twitch isn't a reliable platform unfortunately they just kind of throw stuff off to the side and just take a word for it um and that's, that's right. kind of what they do um now, i'm right. not bashing uh twitch at all i'm definitely not but i'm just saying that unfortunately it's ran by bots so if i played midnight club for an example and 
uh, Low came on, that rap song from like Step Up or Shake It Up or whatever it was, co- starts coming on. I'm going to end up being screwed because I know Twitch would catch it. I know Twitch would be like, whoa, you playing a royalty free or not a royalty three uh, free music. So got to cut that. And unfortunately, they strike you immediately. They don't ask questions. They immediately hit you because of DMCA. It's just what happens. At one time on Twitch, I saw a dude thinking somehow live streaming a Guitar, a guitar Hero game. I mean, it's risky. It's definitely risky, but I guarantee when the stream was done, he probably had to deal with some issues there. Or maybe it catches it, it picks it up and goes, oh, this is Guitar Hero with licensed songs, and maybe it's a different way. Like, it's an algorithm that picks all this up. So I don't know how all that works, but it could immediately see Guitar Hero and going, oh, we can't, we can't DMCA this. I mean, it's, we can't do it, and it might might just fall right off. I mean, I don't know. The sad thing is, is it, guy only I mean, like eight I'm viewers. just speculating, but maybe hmm. there's tags involved where it'll check if it's if there's a tag for like Guitar Hero and then it'll see that's, uh, respond to different tags differently. See, that's so then somebody could exploit that pretty easily by saying, Oh, yeah, here's my GTA stream hashtag Guitar Hero 3. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could try that. Uh, viewers, you can you're more than welcome to try that on Twitch and see what happens. I mean, I'm not gonna say no. So that's why they said it was Guitar Hero 3, and that's my favorite one. I, last time I played Guitar Hero, no joke, was in a Walmart, uh, inside of Walmart, where they had the stands and stuff sat up there, and you can get on the drums, and the guitar was missing a, a green button or a red button. You're just like, cool. Like I remember those days. They used to do that. Now, I doubt you I ever can't see do it. that because people be jacking that shit. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not wrong. I miss those days. Real life Grand Theft Auto. They were getting ready for GTA 6. They knew it was going to be a while. They had to, had to start prepping for it. Um, but uh, do we have any last final uh, thoughts about the new GTA 6 coming out and maybe some worries we have with it moving on? Hopefully it won't be a cyberpunk situation. I hope not. I really hope not. Yeah, I give that a low chance, but I'll give it some chance. Good, and your camera's fucking up. Not for me. <laughs> oh, no, but it is. it is for me too. It just glitched out. High chance, it's my internet. (laughs) There's a high chance, that's probably what it is. Uh, That is unfortunate, but okay, well, for for the duration that missing no is with us, we'll uh, just uh, (laughs) 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 just keep this going. Okay, James, your opinions. That's what I thought, man. That's what I thought. Um, Okay, hang on. So hang on. Here's the one thing that I want to say about it before we move on. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I remember about the you're back by the way. One of the things that I remember about the GTA series is they've had some pretty pivotal moments in gaming history. Like Grand Theft Auto Three was a pretty significant um, upgrade from Grand Theft Auto Two because at that time it was just mm-hmm. top down like 2D, and and that and that game was a huge deal for the PlayStation at the time, and. I would say like Santa, like Vice City was a a, a good quality spinoff. Um, San Andreas is probably the next one, just to show that they're willing to start expanding the game series, and it's not yeah. just going to be a cityscape anymore. Now we're going to have other locations too, and skydiving and weightlifting. A lot of gay Tony sucked and lost and damn freaking pretty much got buried because they killed the freaking main character you played as in the beginning of GTA Five. Spoiler. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then four, 
It got rated highly, but it doesn't stand out the same way Five does because of the multi-character. So they do have some impetus to try to do something new and crazy and inventive, which is why I think that VR is going to play a big role in this. I think that with the release date of 2024, possibly 2025, I think they'll have some time to work out their kinks with virtual reality. And players historically have been pretty forgiving of Grand Theft Auto for not having perfect mechanics. Their shooting mechanics needed work in the past. Driving was always pretty good. Um, but they had the, things didn't always work out exactly the way they might have worked on a more focused game. But players typically don't care because Grand Theft Auto brings so much entertainment. The storytelling is always funny. Uh, the writing is always top-notch. Mm -hmm. Lots of great music. There's so much variety that even if they were pure quantity over quality they would be fine but they still inject a lot of good quality into their stuff anyway so that's what i that's what i think i, th I think they're going to go for it and i think someone has to break through the mainstream consumer barrier and get vr really rolling and i think they're going to be the ones to do it then we're bethesda on the next elder scrolls definitely again one way or another elder scrolls would be vr i would but if gta oh, comes first yeah. they'll be the first to do it we're going figure Ready Player One up in this bitch. Yay! I'm <laughs> that would honestly, I would, I think you're, I think you could be on something, but I'm also trying to think like, mm, but I'm trying to think. We have that one VR game that people are playing that you have a ton of people. You could choose your own avatars and stuff like that, and so we already have that. I, I did. I think to the high possibility of what you're saying could actually happen and they could venture in more to the vr side uh for gta oh, basically, 6 basically we're going full ready player one yeah i, mean, I don't actually get the reference so i'm just gonna kind of go with it it's um, a spielberg well pretty sure it's a spielberg film and it was also a book it's about yeah, i don't read about people who live in virtual reality and because reality sucks so like dot hack Kind of. And the reason why I like that movie is because in the freaking one scene that's probably like towards the end of the movie, there's a bunch of ripped characters. You can, like, if you ever show up by, you can actually see certain ones that, freaking, that are like blinking, you miss it. Like, they even have freaking Spartans yeah. from Halo in there. That's... And a Warthog, I think. I don't, don't quite remember. Um, but I think that would, uh, I think that would be a cool experience for uh, GTA, especially if they were to uh, get it in VR. Um, I really think more than likely they're probably going to do something out of country though. Um, just because of probably need to change scenery, but I would love it to be in Louisiana though. Absolutely I, would love it. I, the oh, only reason why I oppose that of them taking outside of the States is that Grand Theft Auto has always been about Americans criticizing themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, showing the excesses of certain lifestyles, like, like with Vice City, like with San Andreas. Um, it's taking the perspective of, say, like an immigrant coming to America from GTA 4. So I, I, I'm, I am confident that they're going to stick to the States because that series has always been about taking the piss out of U.S. culture. You know what? That's 100% true. I never, I never really thought about it on that note. I was just thinking of how it could change the game. So you bring a lot of actual good points in. Um, so I, I just said that. I think I'm going to be right, though. 
I think I'm going to be right with that. Uh, yeah, if they, if they bring California it to the UK, then there's like gonna, doing that stuff. Like not having any guns. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so my idea. So the idea of like going to the UK would definitely not work. Then I didn't even think about that part. So I'm probably going to end up. I hope I'm right with the going around the country though. Whereas like they're just going to use the country, uh, the ones that already exist, and just revamp them. Uh, I hope they do that one. Uh, audience, let us know in the comment section what you will think uh, will come out of the GTA 5 uh, new game, where the location will be. I would love to hear your feedback. Um, I'm just going to laugh if it does come out in 2025, because that's the year Black Ops 2 is set in. And it's also it's just funny that freaking GTA 6 got announced finally before freaking Half-Life 3. You know, I, I wouldn't... What I can't wait for is this Elder Scrolls does become VR. That would be... I don't know if it's already in the makings, but oh my god, I would play that. How can it not be in VR? Like, See, I just I just don't know how they're not thinking about that. Like, if it's not, it needs to be. I Like, honestly, you said that, and my mind went, oh my god, imagine the content that can be made with that. Because already you have that one fighting game in VR that you could just start bashing people's heads in with a chicken. So I'm like, imagine that in Elder Scrolls. Like... I would, I would buy it. hundred bucks easily. I would a hundred percent buy it. What, Charles? Can you buy a video game of freaking chicken abuse? hundred percent. Dude, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll eat out of Chick-fil-A. You think I'm not going to play a game I can't beat a chicken? Dude, I will smack the out of a chicken. Let me tell you. <laughs> Have you guys ever had Chick-fil-A? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Oh, I like beating the chicken's meat. Let's be specific here. Um, <laughs> no, um, honestly, yeah, we don't want to accidentally give anybody any gifts. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Chick-fil-A is great. I don't abuse animals. I just eat them. Um, so, so expensive as fuck. They are a little bit pricey, but I ain't. I would also pay $20 for a good pizza. So, I mean. I'm, I'm looking at my stuff going, eh, it's that expensive, though. Um, but speaking speaking of some things real quick. So an expensive thing that keeps happening is TikTok continuing to dump money into their stuff. And this ain't a topic that I can really share links to, but I don't want to rule off the TikTok side. So TikTok has algorithms that we all care and love for. There are certain words you cannot say. There are words on there that you cannot state. If you do, your TikTok could be banned, shut down, or taken down the video or had the video muted. Let's That's YouTube. Let's play a game. Oh man. <laughs> let's play a game on what word you can't say. I promised say myself on I wouldn't open up any more cans of worms on the okay, show. So. <laughs> <laughs> mm, let's play a game. Um, let's open no. some worms. <laughs> Let's open up some worms and play some games. So, what is one word? And it could be any word. Just don't say the N-word. If you do, just say the word N-word. Um, what word do you think TikTok will not let you say on camera? Joe Rogan? This pussy taint, you know, ass. I love Joseph's answer because I swear that's good. I've never heard his name on a TikTok. I probably just haven't looked, but I never heard his name on TikTok. Charles, you're actually 100% wrong. You can say all those things on TikTok. 100%. Really? Um, I can get calling somebody pussy-ass bitch. Well, that's... So, 
I made two videos that has gotten muted or taken down. One, I, we used the, the pussy word. And I'm not going to repeat all of them. But we used that. It got okay. But if you say vagina, they will go, no. And they take it down. Really? 100%. <laughs> What the frick? You can say boobs. You can't say titties. <laughs> I made a, a TikTok today, and I, we used the words titty. <laughs> I just, I just connected. Like here's, here's how I know all of these things. So I said vagina. I said titties. But because so I, I, I didn't, I don't know about, I don't know about vagina. I'm gonna have to be extra careful when I talk about Mexican food on my TikToks. <laughs> Like doing the complete opposite. The ones you're supposed to say instead of the ones that get blocked. The ones you're not supposed to say. The ones you can say. It's like see that, that makes no sense. There. This is the problem with TikTok. Is it makes no sense. And this is the reason I'm mad about it. It's because me and Chad were pretending to be frat boys playing Dead by Daylight, and <laughs> everything was okay until it got to the word vagina, and then it said, "Whoa, we can't have this." Okay, really? cool. Really. It really is YouTube. And then I said, okay, let me let me try. Let's let us sit there and start bleeping things out. They left everything in, but when I said vagina, and then they're like, okay, no. So I went, okay, you can't say vagina on there. Then today I made a post, and it was me and my friend Christy talking about titties. Talking about I need to get me a set of titties. They didn't like that at all. <laughs> so if you walk up to a woman, you shouldn't do this, but if you were to walk up to a woman, don't call them titties, call them udders. <laughs> you could probably get away with it. When you I go up to work. a woman and say, girl, you got some nice titties. No, you say udders. <laughs> because that won't get banned on TikTok. I'm <laughs> freaking female a cow. That's offensive. But the TikTok, it's okay. But in real life, you're going to get shot. <laughs> now, scientifically, <laughs> it's accurate, but you still shouldn't say it. You shouldn't say it. And so then I'm like, okay, what else can get banned? I had a, I had a guy on TikTok who said he used another word. I don't know. Dingling. He said dingling because he didn't want to use the word dick. Even though that could be someone's name. He said dingling to get past it so no one would be offended. TikTok took it down. And he's like, <laughs> I even said the better thing, but I could say penis. I could say dick, but I can't say dingling. You tell me why. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just giving some reverse world shit. So. Because TikTok is great and has a perfect algorithm, how do you guys feel about it? <laughs> Sounds like the kind of place I need to start words. Okay, Joseph. I, th I think this is why I'm glad I, 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 I made a promise to myself that like, as far as YouTube goes and as far as social media goes, I will use this stuff as a hobby and to try to you know boost my platform, but I'm just going to focus on making what I want to make. And... If the algorithm treats me well, great. If not, it's not a, gonna be my career because I just, yeah, I, I, I just I'm not in the in the state of mind to to play these games. But uh, I t TikTok right now doesn't have any alternatives. There are other alternatives being 
built for these other platforms. Mm -hmm. So, and of course, I missed out on Vine as the name, as the name, as my TikTok name, Jess. Rest in peace. So, you know, I'd have to go back to what IG Reels or YouTube Shorts. Yeah. Oh my God, do I can I can I just don't like YouTube Shorts on because you know what it is, and I'm sorry because I'm going on to your 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 channel, and I'm so used to just seeing the thumbnail array. And so when I go there and it's all the, the shorts and I'm like, this is really breaking down the visual for mm-hmm. people's channels. Yep. So um, this whole video format, by the way, I call them verticals now because, you know, there's, you know they're, they're verticals. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see where the vertical format goes from here. But I, I'm I'm I, I'm thankful for the warning. Like I, <laughs> I, I, I may have for one reason or another used uh vagina in a video at some point not yet i'm just saying like in the future it might come up so it's weird to me that it would the that that word would be targeted like that see it's it's so weird and i and once again and we we all got to remember this though youtube tiktok instagram freedom of speech doesn't exist and people have this idea that you know we can say what we want because it's freedom of speech that's not the case. TikTok, YouTube, everything else has the right to say, you can't say this and we can take action from it. So w- once you get those into your brain, it's it, like, I don't, I didn't look at it going, no, my content, you don't have the right. I looked at it as cool. I got something to talk about on the podcast. Like, cause this is something that you wouldn't expect to happen from TikTok. And here we go. But I, I don't, hold anything against tiktok with it you Mm -hmm. know i get what they're trying to do the only thing i do have a thing against is their live stream feature because you have women who not saying they're not allowed to use their body for views i'm not saying that because it's their body they get that choice but when you go on tiktok and you're scrolling and you're in the live feature trying to find some of your guys who are there and then all you see is from the bottom of your screen a girl just bobbing back and forth with music going. You're like, and it stops you. I'm going, what's ha- I bet she's just, you know, doing it for views. No, I was there for a solid two minutes. So it worked. It made me capture in. And now I'm like, huh, I'm going to read the chat. She's just doing some adult content on TikTok and two and one, I'm guessing. And I'm just like, okay, um, interesting interesting tiktok you can't say you can't say diggling you can't say vagina you can't say titties but you can be (laughs) but you can be getting it done and you know what i couldn't see all of it and because you know she was being respectful i'm guessing or something you have to pay for it i don't know but you know she she wasn't showing anything that would be classified as that but you can tell what's happening so uh, that's the issues I have with TikTok, but once again, it's a place where I'm go. Okay, you know what? If I don't like it, TikTok lets you hold down the video, and it says not interested. Click not interested. What, really, hundred percent. Huh? You can you can do that with TikToks. If your yeah, stuff no, on there, you're not interested, and you hold down on the video, it will give you a re- uh, thing to report or not interested. Click not interested. Boom. And you know what? This girl had like 10,000 people in her stream too. So people were obviously interested in it. People obviously enjoy it. My worry is for a younger audience hopping on TikTok because we do know there's a lot of kids out there who are on TikTok because it's a fun platform. That's what I'm concerned about. 
exactly and some kids might enjoy it but I'm not, I'm not I'm not bashing TikTok at all. Once again, I do understand it's their platform. They do what they want to do. I'm just saying maybe they need to do some tweaking. Before yeah. that site becomes another porn site. The if the the algorithm can look for, you know, certain cheeky behavior. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, so just, like I don't I don't know how they could he, do it, but here, you know. here's a here's a hard fact of life is that mm-hmm. you know, people are going to kids are gonna be exposed to sexual yep. imagery. 100%. In ways that have no, not been a problem in previous generations, but it's always it's been there as the an issue. Whether it's finding magazines under days. the bed, or it's even just like looking at the lifeguard in a way that one hasn't looked at people to prior. You talking from experience? <laughs> the lifeguard? No. Okay. The magazine. <laughs> I, have, I yes. am. I've had no, no, no. I've had my own experiences, but I don't want to go. Here's the problem with TikTok: is that there are limitations to what TikTok can do, but short of like being full on puritanical Victorian era, you can only show ankles. Sooner or later, someone is going to find some way to entice people and then mm-hmm. uh, funnel them off of TikTok and onto Instagram or even right directly to OnlyFans. Yeah, and so that's and that's where the real issue is: is the fact that people are using TikTok as a way to market something uh, uh, clearly where they want people to be mm-hmm. you know um i i as I, I said that my youtube channel is a hobby but i still want to make content for it yeah i do want people to get onto my youtube because i know tiktok's not a money maker same with you you want people yeah. on to to funnel them into, into certain areas i so, use them to my advantage yeah yeah exactly so that part's fine and mm-hmm. in fact i actually like that about tiktok yeah. because it takes the pressure off of trying to monetize it and just focus on entertaining people mm-hmm. building my my profile getting getting followers i really appreciate that about tiktok but they need to if they if they care about this they need to watch for people who are um leading people to instagram or leading to only fans um it'll probably be leading to instagram they yep. might want to just like disconnect that altogether because right now there isn't a direct integration with, and that might be a problem for them because Instagram is pretty loose with like their photography rules as well. Yeah, Instagram is more you know general, so it does appeal to adults as well. So yeah, it's a it, it it is it is a bit of a problem. And the last thing I'll say about it um, is Boy. the other side of this is full-on puritanicalism where you know a kid doesn't so much as see like a foot for the first 10 to 15 years of life that's not healthy either no you do there does have to be some measured exposure throughout so like seeing you know seeing some uh uh, in a in a swimsuit does get the ball rolling was that uh charles was bringing up the fact that you know that kid you know must have been to a beach and stuff before because like yep that's yeah. what you would see in the public too and it's not like put some clothes on they're wearing what they need to wear to be out there and uh there's a sensitive side you know people might get too sensitive over what people are wearing <laughs> and stuff like that <laughs> you're not wrong sorry your mom dresses you still um that was that was a direct quote from james thank you james for that um he, he he DM'd me. He wanted me to say, you know, just had to. He still um, got it. <laughs> he still got his uh, cool little switches. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, I, we didn't. We're not bashing TikTok once again. But they, you know what? It is what it is. It it, it truly is what it is now. But James did want to bring up something to bash about, and I told him, James, maybe you shouldn't. 
maybe you shouldn't change but then uh here's a here's a here's a quote (laughs) ignoring that here's a quote that uh james said in quote let me cut to his screen um guys speaking of terrible things did you know google stadia is rebranding themselves (laughs) ha 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 thanks thanks james thank you so much for that man uh man James, I miss you. Please come home. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Google Stadia is now uh, refurbishing their tech, is how you would uh, pronounce it. Refurbishing their tech. Um, Repurposing? Repurposing uh, their tech in the Stadia technology and repurposing it to be white label the tech uh, that powers um, the services for Google Stadia. What? (laughs) Charles' mind is somewhere else. I, I swear. We we talked about this. We told him about the birds and the bees, and this guy is just... He's out there, guys. He's out there. But, um, Joseph, would you like to proceed with the Google Stadia statement uh, with a little bit of the article so we can get some actual kind of uh, quotes down? Sure. Let me read the first couple of lines here, and I will do this at a brisk but not too brisk a pace. Google is planning to repurpose its Stadia technology by partnering with companies to white label, and that's key, we want to keep that in mind, the tech that powers the tech giant streaming service, Business Insider Reports. Uh, According to the outlet, the new partnership will be rebranded from Stadia to Google Stream. Several companies, including Capcom and Bungie, are among the companies expected expected to use the service. Bungie, which is set to be acquired by PlayStation, is exploring its own streaming platform. All right, so white labeling is when one brand takes a product manufactured by maybe another company or even by a warehouse somewhere in China and puts their 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 label on it and sells it under their uh, their brand. You see this happen with perfumes. The certain celebrity doesn't want to like concoct a perfume from scratch. Can white label a product that does that does work for them? Helps yep. keep manufacturing costs down. So what that means is that this tech for Google Stadia, and I don't know if we're talking totally literally where the exact same like I guess device mm-hmm. that Google Stadia was. Uh, this is actually where you can help me fill in my 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 blanks to this. So Google Stadia, that wasn't like a system you bought or anything like that it was just like a subscription service that you would sign on to yes yeah okay yes so yeah so they're repurposing that um they have the infrastructure to help other companies do streaming google obviously is you know one of the biggest companies of all time and they certainly have the means to do this and this is Kind of a nightmare, actually, because you remember yeah. what I was saying about with uh, with streaming services and if every single publisher is going to have their own streaming service and how we're going to manage this. Is this going to be a free service and I pay for a certain amount of times? Am I going to have like 12 of these now for the people that I want to play with? Oh, God. Like oh, God. Oh, God. Say, so, what was that? I'm just being random. <laughs> It was talking about subscriptions to porn. Like, I, I, bro, clean your brain, come back once the camera's back to you, Joseph. <laughs> yeah, well, if porn is a handy indicator. 
It's going to be up to people's individual willpower not to subscribe to multiple accounts. <laughs> oh, man. So what a mood today, guys. <laughs> we can we can all tell you're Tucker Dobbs over here. You're, you're, you're channeling the energy of a squirrel. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed that, but a lot of your laughing is really like, Dude, if you knew some karate moves, I would definitely ask you to start doing them because, oh my god, you could be a squirrel in action. Um, but sp speaking of squirrely things, though, uh, so Google Stadia is obviously, as we know, it's been kind of going downhill. And, I, okay, I can't say downhill. I'm saying repurposing themselves constantly to a point no one knows they exist anymore. And now I do like to see this, though, that they grab something that honestly should have just fizzled out. And now they're trying to white label it and still make a profit out of it. I do like this, but like you said, now that opens the door for a lot more uh, memberships and more streaming services and things like that. Netflix has officially now uh, continued to launch their gaming side, uh, their gaming cloud services on their Netflix app. Uh, if you download Netflix on your app, uh, you can see an area for games. There are a bunch of low-budget games. like uh, I'm saying low-budget games, but like knockoff versions of pac-man or floppy bird or tetris like you have those kind of games on there so they're already starting to launch that out it is still in play floppy bird? are you asking if people still play it or yeah oh 100 100 people still play i still play it that's how i found out uh netflix is doing that is because i got bored one Among day us on there? i don't think so i think they have to get a bigger license uh we will actually bring among us here in a little bit but um, so with that news is Google Stadia, is this an official pretty much announcement that Google Stadia is efficiently putting themselves six feet down? Because once they get the once they officially have everything white labeled and Joseph, you get a pretty good description on it, um, is you can get something super uh, a manufacturer makes, let's say, I don't know, a keyboard. They make a keyboard. And when they are building it, they make it exactly the same, except no logos. No logos or nothing. White labeling is so you can resell it. And so a company could put their logo on it, and now they make a profit. That's great. That makes a lot of people's careers and livings, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's why it's a thing. Um, it's like a pawn shop. Honestly, no, um, because the pawn shop isn't putting their name on it. So this is literally me bringing a candle with no name to it and then them putting Yankee Candle in the front. That is legitimately like the best example that I can give to white labeling is they're literally grabbing something like that's there and putting a label on it for you. And you have full rights to sell it at whatever margins you want. Whatever cost you want, you could take something that costs twenty dollars, buy it, and resell it for ten dollars. It's a really bad financial move, <laughs> um, terrible actually, <laughs> but you can a hundred percent do that, and it's totally legal. Um, there, I it's mean, kind of, kind of like eBay. Like you could buy something, price it up, put your logo on it. Like um, they do this with uh, uh, some shirt uh, makers, some clothing makers. They do it as well. Um, and I think what Google Stadia is trying to do is they're trying to sell that technology of what they can do with their platform that it wasn't successful. So I don't know how they're going to sell that technology, but they're trying to sell like 
pretty much all the answers. So let's say uh, Netflix, before they did the game stuff, let's say they're trying to figure out how can we make this work? How can we make a gaming service that can grab it and put it into our app? They, it sounds like they're selling those answers to people and then letting them have the full name. So it's not Google, it's not Microsoft, it's Netflix that did it. And it sounds like that's what they're doing. Joseph, am I in the right playing field? Yep. Okay. And so there's two things to, for me to say about it. Number okay. one, because you were asking about, well, what will Google, what will happen to Google Stadia? Yes. And what I think will be, I think the Google Stadia can exist at such a low cost that they can just keep it running in the background and not really like, most of the money that they've had to put into it was the investment and the development. And they're, mm -hmm. they're going to be able to recoup those losses and possibly even profit by just renting it out to other people now. So all in all, it turned out to be a pretty good way for Google to be resourceful with what they've done. 100%. For Google Stadia, I think as this starts to build momentum, and you have to forgive me, Charles, sometimes I just need to like straight up ignore No, no, no. keep, keep like going, keep thought. going. You want you to roll. If for, for Google Stadia to continue to be relevant is, is as time goes on and more of these streaming services come out, Google Stadia will appear to be more of a viable option. More mm -hmm. people are going to be coming into it. You have like Capcom fans who are going to cave because of their Street Fighter or Resident Evil. Nintendo fans will cave for something. Um, Half-Life, whatever happens to Half-Life 3, people will cave. Yep. They cave for Half-Life 2. To, and, and, and as a result, Steam ended up being, you know, the single biggest games distributor on all computers. Mm -hmm. So there's that. And the other side of it too, and this is a, a more broad reaching uh, perspective on it, but... From uh, like an economics and from a even there's a semi there's a slight political edge to this. It, it amuses me that big companies, the bigger they are, the more relevant they are to this example that the, they have to pay more in taxes and that they have to con, you know contribute more money into into the government into into, uh, into the, to give it to the Fed. But what's funny to me is that there is another way that big companies are pressured, which is they have to be the early adopters on technology, mm -hmm. like streaming, like virtual reality. And early adoption is it's just, it's a punishment, and no yep. one like you you almost never benefit from being an early adopter, whether from a consumer side or from a business side. Other people will always iterate and make better versions of it. So it, it's it's funny to me seeing the kind of the shit that big companies have to go through because they're expected to move into these new technology areas like Google, like Facebook. Yeah. They're expected to do virtual reality. They're expected to develop the metaverse. They're expected to develop streaming platforms. And if they don't, either that, harm, that harms their reputation or other companies who are inspired to do it will go ahead and, and, and beat them to it. And then Google or Facebook will have to buy out that technology yeah. or, or risk losing whatever market share they have or potential they potentially have in the future. So. It sucks to be a big company. Big it time. sucks to succeed. And no, and no one sees yeah. those, and no one sees that inside either. Like they just see like Samsung bring back the flip phone. They don't see like the fact that Razer was literally right behind them. They didn't. No one else sees that. You know who the people who do see it are the big companies because they're like, if we don't do this, where are we gonna be? You know, if we don't do this, will we be the number one? And unfortunately, as a massive billion dollar company, you have to be number one. You have to try your best to keep it number one. And uh, we're, we can uh, bring up examples like uh, Apple right now. They have not been the number one phone for years now. 
And it's because that they're not trying to compete anymore with everything else. They're trying to really get deeper in the um, territory of this is our name. This is our brand. And you're buying us for that. That's why they're trying to cancel all these other um, uh, companies trying to make everything available for everything else. Is They're trying to make it to where they control their stuff. They get their web browsers. They get their games. They get their platform. They are trying to do it. But they aren't trying to be number one now. What, Charles? They're also expensive as shit. They are, but they're selling their name. They're selling their brand. They're selling their technology. But then you have Samsung, and then you have companies like Razer. They're trying to be first, and they're trying to be on top. They're trying to do this. They're trying to do that. And only thing we see as uh, consumers is we see they're making two of the same phone. Let's see which one's better. That's all that we end up seeing. They're seeing everything like, we have to do this. If we don't do this, we will fail. And as a big company, you don't fail with, we lost 100 bucks. We lost 1000 bucks. You fail by losing millions and millions. And those are huge numbers to look at. And if you fail, you don't just lose money. You also lose people coming back. And mm-hmm. if they have a bad experience with something, guess what? They're not going back to you. These are massive companies and people don't see it. If you had a bad, bad experience at Target, guess what? You're not going back to Target. You're going to Walmart. Or Call of Duty. If you had a bad experience with Call of Duty, guess what? You're not going back to Call of Duty. It will take you something massive to bring you back. And find that massive thing is like Google Stadia. Them trying to be like, okay, what can we do to do something with what we have? Call of Duty is losing their fan base. What is now they're going to do? Microsoft buys them. That made more people play Call of Duty right now than ever before. Especially these last two years. More people have been on Call of Duty right now since that happened. And it wasn't a massive big change like we're talking about with like Google Stadium and their next steps or what they had to do to get there. But it's to the point where like it shows you as a consumer, we don't care. We don't care about the stuff that's actually going on inside the company. We care about what we receive. Um, but no, when it's all said and done, though, I think this is a good step for Google at because no matter what, they put a lot of time and a lot of effort into this. Makes sense for them to get something back out of it. And I feel, and I honestly, congrats for them. They've been kind of the joke of the podcast for the last two, uh, over a year now. So I'm happy to see that they're getting, uh, they're trying to do something with the platform they made and selling out white labeling the technology is a good way to get something out of it. So I honestly, good for them. Good for them. But I'm worried about the subscription services. Like I didn't realize I have over a hundred dollars in subscription services. I pay every month and it's terrifying. It's a hundred percent terrifying what, from, uh, from where, like, where's it? So I have 15 from Xbox. I have 10 or I have 15 from Netflix. I have my, what, what is it? Hulu. I have my HBO max. There um, it is. There and, it is. You're, you're subscribing to multiple TV services. And I have to to be able to time. watch this stuff. I got Amazon Prime, uh, the movie side, and then I got my Prime membership. That is not the same anymore. So I got two different subs- uh, subscriptions there. I got a uh, credit card subscription or a discount subscription I pay $11 a month for. It's like, you don't, you see all this stack up so quick and you don't think about it until you go back through your taxes and go, this is a lot this is a lot so but that makes sense why people want to keep subscription-based services going because netflix 
Amazon Prime, Hulu, HBO. That's four TV services. And I don't watch TV often. I watch like too hot to handle. I watched 10 episodes. It took me over a month to do so. Like it, it just paramount with the Halo series. Yeah. And do you know what? Are you going to pay a subscription for it? Yes. That's how they get you. They give you something you want. Uh, so I'm just, I'm terrified of more subscriptions, honestly. And uh, we're going to do some watch parties once I get my internet fixed. So uh, at least uh, we get some benefits. So maybe, maybe. They have a Go ahead. If they ever remaster what? If, they, I would, if I ever. I'm just going to say that if they ever remastered the multiplayer for Modern Warfare 2, I would legit go back to playing Call of Duty again and play that freaking constantly. They could. They, Activision has a uh, a second chance, to say the least, to you know kind of step back up the plate. Uh, biggest thing they gotta do is fix hackers, fix any kind of cheaters on there, um, and that I think that goes for everyone. I think that goes for all the companies out there. Um, Battlefield has announced recently that they're going to be cleaning out their servers and doing some caps, but they already knew because of uh, data leaks that were that happened that there was gonna have a bunch of hackers in. They knew was it was gonna happen. And now they're taking the prep, preps to deal with it. Call of Duty knew this been happening. I'm saying Call of Duty. Activision knew it's been happening. They refused to do anything about it. And you have Halo, who did not have this worry. And it happened so quick. So a lot of places need to start getting their, uh, getting their stuff together to kind of stop that. Or maybe we pay a subscription service and we could just stop having hackers. <laughs> uh, CSGO, look Destiny at CSGO. You pay a subscription service and you don't get hackers. <laughs> it's sad when Destiny 2 has a freaking anti-cheat for the shit that deals with these hacker bu- assholes. Hey, Bungie, Bungie's on top of it. Maybe Bungie knows something we don't. Maybe uh, I love how in all of this yeah, the Dark Souls series, they just, they're so time. hardcore, they just embrace the hackers. Like, oh, yeah, 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 we get hackers in all the time. They're some of the best boss battles of the game. They still beat the hackers, too, which is funny to me. That's awesome. That's actually awesome. See, like, it's good to have some time time. Hackers are good. They they make some good content, though. 100%. Something I heard, people, I've seen people actually talk about, and honestly, I think it would be cool, is that they did something with Call of Duty like they did with the Master Chief Collection for Halo. Just take a bunch of Call of Duties, put them in one huge collection, and just figure shit out from there. I I would love that to happen. I don't see it happening. Um I Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I might bite I, my I tongue like, really I like, bad. I like where you're what was that? I said I might bite my tongue really bad because I want to say nasty stuff about the Call of Duty of why they're not doing it, but I want you to go ahead with trolls. So I like where you're going with this. I th- it's a lot of games to collect. Uh, even even at this point, the Halo Master Chief Collection doesn't have all of them. But what would be three retro DST four? The only ones out on the five, five Infinite. Halo Infinite wasn't there like a yeah? Didn't Halo Five not get included in that collection? Not yet. Halo 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 Wars and then okay. Anyways, so let me just let me just say, collecting all the Call of Duties can be a challenge, but you know what would be really cool a greatest hits where it's all of like the best missions from all of the different call of duties so you you dump into world war ii you jump into modern warfare maybe something from that like advanced warfare was pretty dope just to like you know spice things up mm-hmm. now that would be a call of duty i would love to buy if it's just like all these awesome 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 battles from all of these uh, different games 
and then as a continuation of that the multiplayer is like a best of as well so it'd be like call of duty legacy or something like that that would be pretty cool i would i would be down for that i could like to see just like they have like they did with it, they were doing with call of duty online like they have all the weapons from all the call of duties including each version of like the m4 the acr the scar 8 i think ak freaking i know that ak is pretty much the same gun just with different look freaking looks at they have to change how the AK looks in like every Modern Warfare game, but <laughs> you know what I mean. I feel like it would just be, some, be something that I'd like to see. I'd like to see guns from like the Modern Warfare trilogy along with the Black Ops series and the freaking and Call, and Call of Duty Ghosts together. And, and you know, I'd like to see if we can see like people using Modern Warfare guns against a freaking Infinite Warfare and Advanced Warfare freaking laser guns or some shit. See, I don't think that would be possible because they keep buffing, nerfing everything else. I feel like we would never get to live another day of constantly seeing, oh, this week, this got buffed, this got nerfed, this is new meta, this is not. Um, but I love uh, you guys' ideas kind of combined, like, but only take the Halo or the Call of Duty campaigns and, like, the Modern Warfare series. Take that, shove it all into one kind of game uh, ordeal, like Halo uh, Master Chief Collection, you go on there, you can select your games. Love the idea of doing something like that. And then the Black Ops series, you shove that in. Boom, another $60 worth. Boom, Modern Warfare, another $60 worth. Boom, Call of Duty, one, two, three, four. Boom, you got another one uh, worth it. And you can start kind of doing stuff like that. And then I can see a multiplayer uh, format kind of opening up to where they can focus on one and then do, okay, let's focus on trying to make this multiplayer now. But first, focus on the campaign, put the zombies in, Boom. Campaign, zombies, boom. Campaign, zombies, boom. And then start working on multiplayer. That could be something that could save uh, Call of Duty um, perspective. Because I would do that. If they made a Black Ops bundle, a Call of Duty Black Ops bundle, and they let me play all the zombies with the new servers, all new, uh, the, all the campaigns, and the one, I would do that. And then eventually in the future, be like, Let's make some multiplayer. Make something like that happen. I know they couldn't combine all of them because, once again, we'll be dealing with nerfs, buffs, uh, glitchy equipment, uh, especially when you get into Advanced Warfare and Infinite Warfare. They have the same things as different names and different actions because finding out people can fly, you don't like that. So you would just have a bunch of issues with it. But I feel like if they were able to do that, especially with the campaign and zombies, or um, Joseph brought this up a while ago on the podcast, just make nothing but a zombie, uh, Call of Duty zombies, and literally just put the best zombie modes and the best zombie maps in one, and then going, boom, $60 game right there. You'd have people like me, you would have people like you, all go out and buy it, 100%. Just put all the freaking guns for every Call of Duty that's ever been made freaking in it. See, that was more possible. That was more possible. But, I mean, I, it would just be an eh kind of ordeal. Like, I know I'm the only one here who's played The Division, especially since I played The Division beta, freaking that was a hoot. Yeah, freaking, did you get your uh, I'd like to see, like, Call of Duty. Don't oh, remind me. I'd like to see something like the call, a Call of Duty, but it's The Division. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly don't know much about Division. Um, I, I have no idea what the game even is. I remember the, I remember like the look of like the poster. I guess is what it was. I remember that, but I don't really remember what all happened in Division. Just imagine freaking Tom Clancy by freaking Gears of War. Okay, that actually, yeah, that's actually pretty accurate. 
Okay. I'm going to search it up later and then uh, give you a massive compliment if that's pretty damn right. Um, here's a here's a passing thought for you as well. This is just this is like a take-home nugget, but hmm. if you look at the pricing for video games, it's been pretty consistent across quite a few console generations. Uh, I, I'd i say Nintendo 64, I remember paying like $60, maybe mm-hmm. $70. Same as for like new games. Now, a little closer to 80 now, but... Yeah. Uh, it's rarely it's been within like that that 70 to 80 range but a inflation and b the amount of resources that it takes to put out a new triple a game has also increased over time so gamers have been getting a pretty good deal in the long run because it it's just not marketable to increase the price of a game people just they can't stand the idea of an egg and of a ninety dollar price tag before tax. Mm-hmm. The downside is the content is taking a hit because of DLC and microtransactions and new ways to try to monetize the service. So yep. everyone's losing. I would just like to see some of these freaking newer games that come out every year freaking actually work at launch and aren't broken pieces of shit. See, I think if I think if they just took more time, because remind you, once again, we weren't getting games every year. It was it was taking a hot minute to get a new game of something out. Now we did have some titles. Like I knew uh, Call of Duty was put trying to still put one out like every year. Um, but we did have like Resident Evil for an example. They would take like a three year span, stop and work on one. And when they came out, they didn't have bugs really. There were some things that needed fixed or added on to it, but it was playable. And they did proper beta testings. They uh, did proper demos. Um, they did the right steps for it. And that's why when those kind of games come out, we don't have as many bugs and as many issues because they actually took the time and did it. Um, but I blame I blame us, the consumers. We rush it. I, I we, wanted, was- we want a game out. We wanted Halo out. We rushed it. And now we don't get to play multiplayer on the campaign. We rushed it. That's our fault. Um, we were getting on to them because they kept pushing back their dates and people worried it was going to be a cyberpunk situation. It wasn't, thank God. But now we're anal because we don't have the multiplayer for the campaign because we consumers rushed it. And so I think a lot of it has to do with us, not the companies. Uh, because the companies don't listen to us. Now the company looks bad going, they don't listen to their audience. They don't listen to their fans. But it's our fault. So I, I just I just want that to also be stated. It's like... Even though I do agree the companies need to stop making buggy games, but we need to stop rushing it. And remember that luckily we don't have to go to our local GameStop at midnight or at 2 in the morning just to maybe get the game. Like, you know, we literally get the hit download, it downloads, and then whenever it releases, it says ready to play. That's the amazing. Three games I've played that actually worked when they at launch when I played them and haven't had really any issues in my experience. Um, Brilliant Diamond, that one of the most recent Pokemon games, I played. I played that the second I freaking I was able to when it mm-hmm. launched at mid, slightly after midnight. Borderlands Two pretty much worked from the second pop that some bitch and figured my Xbox and yep. figured that's still the, my one of my favorite games, and um. Think, what was the other one? I freaking and Red Dead Redemption 2. That game freaking we had to wait, people had to wait for years for that game. And freaking, I don't remember anybody complaining about that game besides the freaking online multiplayer, which is nothing new. But like, right, right there, you just you just literally uh nailed the hammer. Is it took years for them to make it, no one complained about it, but now we are 
our attention spans only last 30, 30 seconds. A TikTok satisfies us because it's quick, it's fast, it booms through. Now we can't wait three years for a game. If they announce it, we're like, we need it now. So now creators or now companies are like, oh, if we announce a game, we have to deliver now. Like, so. It's easy to wait for things if you're poor. <laughs> yeah it's it's so easy to wait for things when you're poor uh, yeah like i'm doing i'm doing okay but the next uh, zelda game it can take all the 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 sweet sweet time it needs jordan you know, yeah. I, I look, oh, sorry joseph sorry i was just gonna say i i thought that call of duty initially started as like every few years and then once momentum started picking up, they started annualizing I think it. That was it. But I wasn't sure. Well, I looked it up. Okay. Uh, so Call of Duty was first released on Windows, Mac OS, the Nokia N-Gage, PS3, eh. and Xbox 360 in 2003. Okay. Call of Duty 2 came out in 2005. That and then every year since then. Until this year, with Vanguard, a Call of Duty game has come out every year. So 2004 was the only year since Call of Duty first launched that didn't have a title released in that year. Infinity Ward, the lead developer, did the first one. They did the second one. Mm-hmm. Now, doing a direct sequel, doing Call of Duty 2, that's totally realistic. Because they already had the engine. They had some of the assets. They could just, okay, well, now we just make another. Yeah. Majora's Mask came out in like a year after Ocarina Time, so it's 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 totally expected and rather encouraged to reutilize the assets before they age too far and you have to start over with a new engine. Mm-hmm. So literally every Call of Duty up until Modern Warfare, the original Modern Warfare Call of Duty Four was basically the World War Two game. Yeah, and, maybe, and the people were saying that they were saying, yeah, I think we've seen enough of this whole uh, World War Two shtick. And so Treyarch was the developer for the third one. Mm -hmm. And since then, they uh, alternated between uh, Treyarch and Infinity Ward. And then Advanced Warfare in 2014 was the first one with Sledgehammer. And now they they rotate every three. This is is what makes Call of Duty actually somewhat immune to the annualization. It does release with problems, but every developer gets... A three-year window to finish their game yeah. three years is is good it's all of these other publishers that have tried to annualize their titles and in doing so stretch their resources too thin because they weren't call of duty they weren't activision they i am going to look up activision companies. uh sorry i'm going to look up uh, assassin's creed because i want to see what their release window looks like please okay. doing that borderlands 3 came out in 2019 didn't it mm, no 2020 Okay. Let me just, let me let me out. look let me look. But why you ask? I'm just wondering because it took them only three years to come out with Borderlands 2, and that's still the best Borderlands that's come out. Even pre sequel is a pile of dog shit. Freaking, but I still want to finish playing that through you, with you so I can show you why you freaking I gripe on that game so much. But between 2012 and, and pre sequel doesn't even count as an actual freaking gearbox made Borderlands. It's made by 2K Australia. Uh, between 2012 and whatever year freaking Borderlands 3 came out, we didn't get shit as far as Borderlands is concerned, besides the Tales games. And then okay. we got Borderlands 3 and freaking whatever year it came out, and we all know how that game turned out. Amazing. I loved it. Besides the DLC. I, mean, I liked it too, the freaking... I, I was playing it majority of the time by myself, and I got bored. Freaking, I, 
think I was just it was just tedious and everything after a while, you know. Oh, I I get it. Now, personally, I loved it. Um, but real fast, Joseph has uh just have our answers here. So, Assassin's Creed. Um, what year? This is a quiz for you both. What was the first year Assassin's Creed came out? Two thousand six. It says here 2007, but I'll give it a pass because... I love how we both, like, assume 2006. <laughs> yeah. You guys didn't, uh, you guys didn't work as a team there. Not gonna lie. Sorry, Dad. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I can, it's okay. I, I wish I had a snappy response for that, but I don't. Okay. Um, so, between the mainline releases and the spinoffs, an Assassin's Creed came out so every year. 2007, 2008, 2 in 2009... 10, 11, 2 in 12, 2 in 13, 2 in 14, 2 in 15, uh, 3 in 2016, 2 in 17, 2 in 18, and then Assassin's Creed Valhalla in 2020. So nothing happened in 2019. Nothing's happened in 2021. Pandemic might have had something to do with that. But that is a lot of Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. Assassin's Creed is the kind of series